right? And it was, I hear the rhythm of the lion of the tribe of Judah. That was pretty much the whole song. I hear the rhythm of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Ha! I, I think I added that. That's it. We sang that for an hour and a half. Of course, it was on the bulletin. We shall sing for an hour. No. The Spirit of the Lord just broke out, and we couldn't stop singing that song, and the Lord just moved and blessed. And it, it reminded me of a revival. So some of you remember back in the 90s where we sang that old song because we used to sing different songs back then, right? I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I'm redeemed. Right? And we sang that for two hours. We wore out like three worship teams. I mean, it was crazy. And the evangelist, uh, that was Jensen, wasn't it? Troy Ogle was the evangelist. And he kept looking at the team and said, don't you dare stop singing that song. We sang that for two hours and just ministered. And it was one of, we'll never forget that service. We'll never forget that last night of the doxa service. And I don't mean to say that doxa's over, but the last night of that series of meetings, what an, what an amazing Amazing. So the Lord laid it on my heart, right? We were in Isaiah chapter 6 last week, how that when King Uzziah died, then he saw heaven. So we got, we got some things killed, right? Maybe I should preach that again. The way church attendance is now, I could preach the same message three weeks in a row, and it would be new to a lot of people, right? It's just the, the time that we're living in. But I believe that God, that Docs is not over, that the Lord is sending a new sound, a new sound, a new frequency, a new roar from the lion of the tribe of Judah. <laughs> And I, I want to start a series, and today is more introductory, but I want to start a series on the roar, the sound from heaven, the sound of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Everybody in favor say amen. So, so let's just talk about what this thing looks like. It's kind of weird. What this sound looks like. Let's talk about how it is. So we first see it in creation in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Say amen. And the earth was without and without form and void. Can we turn the monitor on back there so I can read it? And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Boy, can you get that picture? The Holy Ghost is hovering over the face of the waters because everything was out form and void. The Hebrew word there is tohu and bohu. <laughs> I know that sounds like tofu or something, but it's, it's tohu without form and bohu, right? Chaos, formless and empty. Chaos. 
Can I suggest that was our lives before we got saved? Can I suggest sometimes we still face that? Anybody had a little chaos recently? Without form, empty, chaos. The world was just just a clump of clay. But the rivers and all of the Lord hovered over it. And valleys and mountains and rivers and all this stuff was formed. And we don't understand all that he did right then or why it was without form and void. I don't have time to get into all that. I'm just here to tell you that the Holy Spirit hovered. And after the Holy Spirit hovered, God spoke. Can you all hear me? Turn me up. I need to hear me. I, need to hear, I don't want to strain. Okay? Isn't that cool? When the, after the Holy Ghost hovered, God spoke. A sound came from heaven, and creation started happening. And there was light, and there was this on this day, and this day, and on that day, and on that day. God, the Holy Ghost, f- hovered over you. And after He hovers over you, He speaks into your life. And suddenly you're saved. Suddenly you're delivered. Suddenly you're healed. Suddenly you're made whole. Suddenly everything changes in your life. Amen. Because the Holy Ghost hovered and God spoke. I wish you'd get this. How many are here? Are, are, Are you done? You okay? Man, the whole service flowed until I started preaching. You're going to make me battle for this? You're going to make me war? Maybe it's just me. Pray for the pastor. Amen. That that word, the spirit hovered, it's, it's in reference to a mother eagle that would hover over her nest. And she would pick up her, her, her little uh, eaglets, I guess you call them, and put them on her wings, and she'd fly out and drop them. And if they, if, if, if they started uh, uh, flying, great. And if they didn't, she'd swoop down and pick them up and let's say, let's do it again. How many been in the let's do it again phase? Didn't get it right the first time, so you have to go back and do it again. Amen. You know, if God tells you to do something and you don't do it, you're stuck there till you do it. He doesn't let you pass by that. You can't walk around a hurdle. You have to jump each one. Lord, they're not here. They're, 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 they're gone. They're... Soaking it in. All right. Like a sponge, I'm going to squeeze you so I can get an amen. So the whole planet was groaning, I guess. The whole planet was without form and void. The whole planet is not livable. It's not occupational. It has no destiny. It has no purpose. The earth is just a clump of useless clay. Amen. And we were just a clump of useless clay until the Holy Ghost started setting us up for victory. Until the Holy Ghost started hovering over us and speaking His Word into us. And His Word gave us life and a fresh start. Amen. That's what happened with us. But then sin entered the world. Thank you, Adam and Eve. Right? Sin enters and the world gets cursed. 
the world gets cursed. And now the earth, go to Romans chapter 8. Now the earth is crying out again. And God's going to show you in these scriptures what has to happen to redeem this planet and lift the curse off it. How many would like to live a curseless life? In the cross, the curse has been lifted. But we're just not living it like we should. So Paul says in Romans 8, 18, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to compete to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. That's not just talking about the end of time. How many believe glory is being revealed in us now? Amen. The glory, the doxa is being revealed. That's what this is all about. God, we're in the last generation. We're in the last move of God. We need the glory like we have. The same glory that birthed the church is going to take the church out of here in the last days. Amen. God, bring the glory back to us. For the earnest expectation of the creation. That's you, that's us, that's the whole planet. Eagerly waits. Oh, for what? For the revealing of the sons of God. Fist bump somebody and say, God, the whole earth is waiting for you to get revealed. Glory to God. Say amen and amen, and I'm willing. How how does this listen? This is what Docs is all about. When the glory begins to shine on the church, God's people begin to step up and step out. They walk in their destiny and identity and begin to operate in the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm tired of Amish church. No power. You can saw that log for three hours and wear yourself out, or you can get a Holy Ghost power song go burn. Who wants the power in the last days? Amen. No offense to any Amish. You understand what I mean? So, how does this work? Romans chapter 8. Let's go to the message and verse 22. All around us, we observe a pregnant creation. It's not just empty and void. Y'all remember how you felt when you were like nine months <laughs> or six, seven? Yeah, you're good. She's great. But all around us, we observe a pregnant creation. The difficult times of pain throughout the world are simply birth pains. We need to start understanding every time you turn on the news and something horrible, you know what you need to say to yourself? Birth pains. Birth pains. 
This is leading to something greater. It hurts now. This is horrible. This is sinful. This is the devil's doing. I agree with all that. But at the same time, I'm here to tell you they are birth pains. They are leading. God's in control. God has. God is about to birth. Something's coming out of all this suffering. Amen. My God, how they turn me up some more. But it's not only around us, it's within us. It's not just what you see on Fox News. It's not just the fake news on, uh, I'm not going there. How many know there's fake news everywhere? It's all fake news. They just put things on there to make money so you'll watch. The real news is God's on the move. The real news is God's in control. The real news is the church is alive. The real news is is God has people that are salt of the earth that are keeping this planet together. That's what they need to talk about. The real heroes aren't the media stars. They aren't the uh, star athletes. The real heroes are little 70, 80-year-old ladies in uh, bedroom holding back the powers of hell with a prayer life that's the real heroes ah lord help me to preach it's not only around us it's within us the spirit of god is arousing us how many are waking up how many are waking up the spirit of god is arousing us within we're also feeling the birth pains Wow, wow, wow. These sterile and barren bodies. Tohu, voodoo, right? Voodoo. 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 I don't know. <laughs> These sterile, and y'all aren't praying for me. These sterile and barren bodies of ours are yearning for full deliverance. Oh, something's about to be birthed at Journey Life Center. That is why waiting does not diminish us. Oh, don't miss that. That's why waiting does not diminish us. Who was it that said that we need to wait on the weight, that it's going to take the weight to get the weight, W-E-I-G-H-T and W-A-I-T, amen? We need to wait, but that doesn't diminish us. We might be suffering, but that doesn't diminish us. We might be in pain, but that does not diminish us. We are pregnant, and God's about to birth something. It's not comfortable. It keeps us up at night. And God help us when it's born. We are enlarged in the waiting. Wow. Wow. We, of course, don't see what's enlarging us. We don't see it, but it's there. But the longer we wait, the larger we become. Amen. Amen. I should have had Juliana just stand up here as a sermon illustration. Adam's gaining more than you? Sympathy weight. But his right arm is really muscular. But the longer we wait, say, the longer I wait, the larger I become, and the more joyful our expectancy. How many know you can have pain and hurt and discomfort and yet joy and expectation at the same time? Am I helping anybody? 
Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, right? Making prayer out of our world, wordless sighs and aching groans. Verse 27 and 28, he knows us far better than we know ourselves, knows our pregnant condition, and keeps us present before God. Wow. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Judges chapter 2, verse 10, there's a whole new generation about to come. Remember this, when all that generation had been gathered to their fathers, another generation arose after them who did not know the Lord nor the work which he had done for Israel. I believe we're in a situation right now where there's a whole new generation coming up that does not know God. But later in those verses, it said God sent judges. I'm saying God is sending prophets in the last day. God is speaking into a new generation. And the things they're speaking sometimes don't make sense to us old geezers. Lord, I had them for 10 minutes, and then they were gone. Some of the things we hear don't make sense because God is speaking to a new generation, and they hear things differently. But God is speaking. God is sending judges. God is sending prophets. God is sending pastors. God is sending people with a heart for that next generation. Can I get an amen? The next time we see the sound of God, I'm going to stick to 30 minutes if you'll keep praying. If y'all start praying, Genesis chapter 3, verse 7. Then the eyes of both of them, who, 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 know, who, who are we talking about? Adam and Eve. The eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. They didn't become naked. They weren't naked before. Didn't know it. Because really they weren't naked. They were covered with glory. Can you imagine being covered with, now don't get weird on me. We're not in heaven yet. See, you got you to make sure to cover all your bases because there's always one. And the eyes of both of them were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves like that was going to do it. But today, people are still sowing fig leaves. They're, they're covering themselves. They're finding their own good works and say, if I do more good works than bad works, then I'll go to heaven. That's ridiculous. They're sowing fig leaves. The problem with fig leaves is they dry up and they scratch. It's not comfortable. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings, right? Verse 8, and they heard the, there it is. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God. Among the trees of the garden. Wow. And the Lord called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? Now God knew where they were. He's God. 
So he wasn't looking for their location. He wanted to know where they were. In their heart and in their mind. So he said, I heard your voice. I did hear it in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. The Hebrew word, you need to remember this because we'll be bringing it up many times. The Hebrew word for sound there is kol, Q-O-L, kol, kol. And it means a roar or a loud noise. When they were covered in glory, watch this, they walked with him in the cool. That word cool is breeze. In other words, they walked with God in the Holy Ghost. Ruach is the same word for wind as it is spirit. So they walked with God in the spirit, in the cool of the day. Back then, the earth was pretty much flat. This is before the flood. There weren't any storms or raging winds. In fact, it, it didn't even rain back then. So all there was was this gentle breeze that wrapped around the planet. But that was in the natural. But in the spirit, ah, they would walk with God. I said they would walk with God. They had an appointment with God every day. So oh, it's time for God. And he would just walk with them. Can you imagine the conversations they must have had? Uh, can you imagine the things that they talked about? And they walked together in bliss. And oh, what a wonderful time. I, I wish I had time to just go into that and just talk about walking with him in the garden. And, the, and, and, and God said, what did you name this? Hippopotamus? Well, that's weird, Adam. That's a weird name. And they, they would just talk. And they would name the animals. And they would trim the garden. And there weren't any weeds, but they would, they would prepare the garden the way, however they saw it in their own life. By the way, God's still calling you to Fix your gardens. And they would walk with him. But now, sin. Now their hearing's not working. The problem we have today is we can't hear because of the noise of, the, of our lives. Can I just talk to you? Because of the noise, the chaos because of sin and all that noise. We're having trouble. There are people that have served the Lord for 50 years and have never heard God. Don't know how to hear His voice. <laughs> but I'm, I'm determined. You know, we're gonna, when I get, when, after the sabbatical, we're gonna, on Wednesday nights, I'm going to teach you how to hear from God, how to hear the voice. My sheep know my voice. It's not a hard thing. We're going to teach this church. We're going to to raise up a whole church of people that know how to hear God. And once you learn how to hear God, you'll be able to speak in authority. Anybody interested? Y'all don't sound, y'all don't look to. You can't even hear me. Can you hear God? Can can you hear me now? Are, 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 Are you hearing? Are you feeling what I'm saying here? Hang on, we'll get to that in a minute. But now, he uses the word sound. He uses that Q-O-L. And God is roaring in the garden. Where 
are you? He's not angry. He's not fussing. No. He has to speak up because they can't hear him because of the sin, because they're hiding. You could be saved, and I'm telling you, there are times we hide from God. Yeah. And if we're not hiding, we just don't know where he is. We say, we say things like, I found God. Really? He wasn't lost. I don't know how you found him. No, he, he finds you. And I, I'm here to tell you that there is a new sound from heaven. It is the roar of the sound of the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's not baby Jesus anymore. He's not a man on a cross anymore. He is the resurrected Lord, seated at the right hand of authority, about to get on a white horse and return for His church. There's a roar coming in this generation, in this age. Amen. And God has to roar because we're hard of hearing. But it's coming. There's a new sound. There's a new roar. There's a new frequency. And we need to find it. We need to get to that place again. And, and uh, we, we just want to, because of, uh, because of sin, we're, we're, like, we're, we're like just messed up. Even if you're saved, sin still has an impact on us. I know some of you haven't sinned in 20 years, but I thought I'd throw that out. Sin has degraded us. Sin has stripped us of hearing. And because we can't hear, we've lost our identity. And what he said, right, he's hiding. He, he's covering himself now because he doesn't know who he is. We lose identity, and therefore we lose destiny, and we hide out. One man said, we're, we're like Peter Pan on the island of lost boys. Or we're like, remember that Santa Claus thing, and they had this, this island of the misfit toys? Every toy on there had something wrong with them. And that was the island or whatever it was, the city of the misfit toys. Boy, I feel like the misfit sometimes. We feel like something's missing, something's not right, something's broken, something needs healing. I don't know what it is, but we're, we're, we just feel like misfits. But God's about to roar from heaven, and that roar is going to heal, and that roar is going to deliver, and that roar is going to help us soar like eagles, and that roar is going to put a new praise and a new dance in us, and we're going to be different, not, on, not just on Sunday morning. We're going to be different on Monday morning. God's about to breathe something new, something exciting, something something healing, something dramatic, something wonderful is about to happen, amen. If we'll just say, God, I'm willing to hear the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Wow. I got I to wrap this up. Listen. A- anybody ever hear of the, the law, of, uh, the, the second law of thermodynamics? It says everything, y'all forgot your high school already, didn't you? That law says that everything is in decline. If you have a machine, right, it doesn't self-perpetuate. It becomes slower until it stops. Anybody getting younger here? 
there's, there's a law. You're a legend in your own mind. You don't realize that, right? We're all getting older. If you buy a new car three years later, it's, the smell's gone. And the warranty. <laughs> Amen. That goes a lot quicker than three. Uh, everything we own ages. Everything gets older. Nothing, nothing on the planet gets better. That's why evolution doesn't work. Evolution is crazy that this world is getting better and better and better. Really? How about the second law, Newton's second law of thermodynamics? No, there's no way. Everything's getting older unless, watch this, it's written right into the law, unless a power from outside applies energy to it. So, let, let's say you have to crank something to keep it going. You crank it, you crank it, you crank it, and it's going full steam. Then you let it go. Okay? Creation started. God cranked it up. Now it's getting slower. It's dying. It's getting older. But, 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 if an outside source gets a hold of the handle and cranks it back up, it can go back to its original purpose and its original speed. Salvation your salvation is God putting his handle to the wheel and saying, I'm restoring you to original power, original energy, regardless of your age, regardless of what's getting older. God! The roar of heaven! The roar of heaven is the energy that's going to bring us to new life. Somebody stand to your feet and give him a praise. My God, hallelujah.